It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This is ATL Day Ones, part of Locked On Sports Atlanta, and it starts now. It is ATL Day Ones with Jarvis and Tanitri. We want to welcome you into the show. It is a thirsty Thursday, and we hope you are thirsting for what we got going on the show today. But first of all, I want to say thank you for making ATL Day Ones your first listen of the day. And remember, we are free and available wherever you download your podcast. And wherever you download your podcast, make sure, make sure, make sure you leave us a five-star review so everybody and your mom and them can know how we get down because just let them know how great we are because we know we, we we bring it to you each and every day and we got some good top we got some good stuff for you today um we're going to start off with whew, we made some predictions yesterday t and uh i think we were right on point as to who watches and pays attention to that show because it looks like mark zello zuna was listening <laughs> as he you know did his thing last night he got the praise mm-hmm. going also the Atlanta Hawks, what are they going to do in summer league? Can Nate McMillan make some adjustments? We'll talk about exactly what those could be. And um, last but I mean, secondly, and we have to do the Atlanta Falcons. The Atlanta Falcons are in a space where there's another quarterback in the NFC South. What does that mean for the Falcons? We'll talk about that. And last but not least, John Morant out here doing John Morant type things. We'll explain all of that in For the Culture. But first, we have to start off with the Atlanta Braves. They get a win last night, 3-0. to zero. Yeah. I love seeing A.J. Minter coming in and closing the door and shutting mm-hmm. everything down like ain't nobody out there. And But, T, the, the main thing that really stood out to me last night was Marcelo Zuna getting the party started in the fifth inning with a solo yeah. home run. It looks like he you know he's one of those streaky guys. If Marcelo Zuna gets going, this team could get really scary. Yeah, because Max Fried was in a duel with oh Miles Michaelis for five yes. innings. So Max yes. Fried did his job, and all you could think of was, please don't do what Braves don't do what you did to Charlie Morton. And yes. when, you know we, they messed up what was an amazing outing for Charlie Morton. And Marcelo Zuna said, basically, not today. And Eddie Rosario said, I second that. So you appreciate what they did. And of course, then Travis Darno completely closed the door a couple, uh, one inning later to give him the three nothing. But yeah, it's Marcelo Zuna. We were talking about that. How do you kind of mix and match him? Because when you look at him, it's literally like, okay, he has a 223 batting average. So what is it that you do with that? But when you dig into the batting average, you find out, well, you know what you got him for. You got him for home runs. You got him to hit the long ball, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Get on base and get runs driven in, but drive it in with the long ball. So he did that last night. It's a solo shot, but he did it nonetheless. So, yeah, still a dilemma. There's still going to be that question of, okay, if he DHs, then what does that do for William Contreras on a night where he's not catching? Right. Is, the, mm-hmm. is he going to go out and be in the outfield, which I mean, he showed that he's competent there. But right. you know what I think actually gives him and, and this isn't a positive. So I want to be careful in the way I say this. But what gives Brian Snicker a little bit of breathing room 
is the fact that Adam Duvall is dealing with that hand injury. So yes. when you think about those three people in the mix, constantly trying to figure out where do I, what do I do with Ozuna, Willie, Darno, that makes it a little bit easier because you have to let that injury kind of play out. And yep. in the meantime, that coupled with you're going into the all-star break, I believe that buys Brian Snicker some time to figure out how he manages that log jam, so to speak, um, at the, the DH position. You know what? And, and it's something that like we you definitely want to keep an eye on because that's the beauty of having depth, right? Mm -hmm. That you can let people heal. You don't have to rush people back. And, right. and I think that that's the, that's the, that speaks to um, Alex Anthopoulos, you know, mm -hmm. and, and, and building this roster in the way it was constructed, where it has been constructed, excuse me. And also Brian Snicker and how he's handled things. Like we've always questioned him in the past about how he's handled rosters, playing guys too long, but there's, but this, the way this this current roster is set up, that the Braves can, they have a, they they have the ability to tweak things a little bit and say, hey, let me try this out, let me see mm -hmm. how this works for a couple of games. Yeah. So and, and that's just the beauty of, of where the Braves are, and, and, and you know, in Major League Baseball and in the mm -hmm. East, as they are currently two and a half games back. Yeah. Meets, I know the Mets, not the Meets, the Mets are are, are, are that seat is getting a little bit hot. I started seeing some videos starting to come out on social media. I think that. T, I think they uh they're a little scared. They starting oh, to get yeah. real out there. Oh yeah, and they, <laughs> they absolutely should be because after you saw, and really it was once again was one of those games where the Braves had a complete game because it was a beautiful. It wasn't just a defensive play, obviously, to get that third out in the in the top of the night, but it was the beauty of the defensive play, and it's the beauty of we get our three runs. We may only have gotten five hits, but we get the three runs that we need. And then you right. get what you get from Max Fried. And a little bit of a scare there with Max having to leave because of that tightness in his glute. But Brian Snicker said that that was just for precautions and that he'll be ready to go for his next start. So that to me was very encouraging. Not so much with Mike Soroka, man. I just, you know, I, I get troubled when I hear that he gets hit by a comebacker, basically. Right, yeah, as exactly. Is, um, in during rehab it hit him in the knee the knee was bruised but they're hoping and thinking that it's not a long-term issue but it just makes me think my god this guy just cannot catch a break jarvis no doubt about it i it, it is it's hard to kind of look at it from that standpoint because you know it's this is a guy that everybody is rooting for to come back this is yes. a guy that you know, even though the start, the pitching rotation, it seems pretty locked mm -hmm. in right now. Yeah, yeah. Maybe Ian Anderson is a guy you can maybe replace, but I don't think you want to tweak with that right now, especially sure. for somebody, you know, Mike Soroka, who hasn't, you know, you know, pitched, you know, in a major league baseball game, what, in two years now? Yeah, so I, I think that that's something that you don't want to rush. But, yeah, for it seems like it's something that can, you know, maybe hamper him. But like you said, the way this roster is constructed, no need to rush. But before we talk about what Nate McMillan and the Atlanta Hawks and what type of adjustments he's going to make in the summer league, T, tell the folks about what we got going on with Blue Nile. Yes, so I'd like to introduce you guys to BlueNile.com, the original online jeweler. So if you're looking to get engaged or gift someone with fine jewelry, visit this website and become a Blue Nile customer today. Now, at BlueNile.com, you can celebrate all life special moments from creating the custom engagement ring of her dreams to gifting a classic and timeless jewelry piece, all the pieces you won't find at a traditional jeweler. So 
There are two parts to this business that we talked about the wedding jewelry. So that's engagement rings and bands and everyday fine jewelry, diamond jewelry, or cocktail rings when you're going out to a five-star restaurant. And hey, I just had a birthday. So a pearl gemstone necklace would be a good look. I'm just saying for anybody who's interested, BlueNile.com. But whether you're ready to pop the question or you're Yeah, I mean, go on and do that. A milestone moment. A fine jewelry as unique as her with the modern convenience of online shopping. Not BlueNile.com is your place. It's simple. Their online tool is actually very simple to use. You can choose the diamond shape, size, clarity, style. Blue Nile's bench jewelers will then handcraft her perfect engagement ring. It's one of a kind. In fact, I saw one on BlueNile.com that caught my eye. It was a 4.01 carat Asher cut diamond. I thought it was a very good one. So, I mean, I can dream, right? Oh, yeah. Dream dream away. Yeah. I'm just glad I ain't got to buy. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> Don't need that $50, yeah. <laughs> but those who are shooting their shot, be really wary of that 4.01 Asher <laughs> But if you're looking for fine jewelry, again, but having trouble choosing, literally, they have jewelers on hand 24-7. So make your moment sparkle with jewelry from BlueNile.com and Locked On Sports listeners. You get $50 off every purchase of $500 or more. Again, this podcast exclusively includes engagement and use that code locked on, locked on, locked on. Plus, every order is insured, ships free. And what I really like is that it arrives in a discreet package that won't give away what is inside. So you can shop stress free and find whatever you want at bluenile.com. All right. Now, T, the Atlanta Hawks, we know that, you know, Summer League is underway and there are. Three guys who are first and second year players. I'll mm-hmm. go ahead and name them. You got Sharif Cooper, who's a lot of people have their eye on and who a lot of people like, including myself, and mm-hmm. I'm sure you do as well. Yes. Um, A.J. Griffin and Tyrese Martin, the guys. And, of course, we know that Jalen Johnson, due to the procedure that he's had, he won't be playing in summer league mm-hmm. um, this year. Right. Now, out of all of those guys, if which one has to prove to Nick McMillan that, hey, I need some minutes this year. I'm not trying to sit out for an entire season and play in the G League. Yeah, I'm going to go with A.J. Griffin because yep. I think from there's an upside there. And and let me let me just clarify with, with Sharif Cooper. I, I hope to see him succeed, but there is a log jam when it comes there. Yeah, there's a bit of, still still a bit of a log jam. Uh, Specifically for, with people who handle the ball, bringing the exactly. ball up the floor. <laughs> yeah, the Hawks got, they got ball yeah. handlers. Yes, so they do. I, I feel okay with him if they still need to bring him along G League style. It's a two-way contract, fine. And Tyrese Martin, we really, he's the unknown factor. We don't know what we want out of him because we don't know a lot about what he brings to the table. I think we're more right. familiar with A.J. Griffin and where he can contribute the most with that three-point game, but also a sneaky good defender. So he's the one I'm looking for who could potentially impress for Nate McMillan. No doubt about it. And and I think that on the other side of that, like, I know that, you know, with Jalen Johnson not being there, I think that may slow this this piece down. Mm -hmm. And I think that what I'm talking about is, like, Nate McMillan might not have the, the, the free reign to say, hey, you're not playing, you need to play in the G League. Mm-hmm. I'm not putting you in my rotation. So, right. and I think that's something we got to keep an eye out for, mm-hmm. for those first and second year players this year as Agreed. well. Um, but coming up next, though, T, we have some very 
interesting things that just happened on NFC South Division. Mm-hmm. Baker mm-hmm. Mayfield comes to the NFC South, specifically right up 85 for the Carolina Panthers. What does that mean? Does it mean anything? That's all next right here on ATL Day Ones with Jarvis and T. Welcome back to ATL Day Ones. I'm Tanitra. This is Jarvis, and we appreciate you guys for continuing to support us and continuing to download our podcast wherever you get your podcast. And again, when you download it, make sure you give us a five-star review. We appreciate and really do accept the feedback. So apparently there are others who accept our feedback and actually listen to some things that we try to share with them, as in the Atlanta Falcons who made a slight move uh, on their roster. They picked up D lineman Eddie Goldman, formerly of the Bears. So again, mm-hmm. the Chicago to Atlanta train is still moving. And yes. you know, if you caught our Atlanta Wednesday- Bears is full effect. Full effect. <laughs> uh, if you got our Wednesday episode, you already know that we were talking D-line and whether or not the Falcons needed to shore it up. And I I suspect, Jarvis, that before we get into our other conversation, that you would agree this isn't. This is a a good move, especially because, okay, he had sacks. Do I need to say anything else? I mean, he he touched the quarterback. Yes, we had him, yeah. (laughs) There you go. So he's right. (laughs) We definitely agree that that's a good move. But I suspect, Jarvis, that there might still be more. No doubt about it. Because when you, you think about, like, these are, these are guys that are being brought in to, so you can have some numbers, right? Yes. Some guys yes. who have experience because, like mm-hmm. I said, you have guys that just hasn't played that much in the league, you sure. know, and, and Marlon Davis and take on Graham. Mm-hmm. So you, you want to be able to have those veterans just in case those guys get a little stage fright. Not saying they're scared to play football, but mm-hmm. they aren't able to perform like you ex- you maybe expect them to, expect right. them to um, coming into the season. So, And then you got the, the other piece that – you know, once camps get started mm-hmm. and once those cuts are made, yeah. that's what that's another market that I'm yeah. sure Terry Fontenot is going to be be well aware of and, mm-hmm. and paying attention to because, you know, these coaches, they have relationships upon relationships upon relationships where they are always talking to their buddies that mm-hmm. may be coaching across the league. Or, and I'm sure Terry Fontenot is still in contact with people down there in New Orleans, you know, and say, hey, what about this guy that you let yes. go? Yeah. Is he? Do you think that he can be a guy that I can, you know, have some interest in? So mm-hmm. I, I think that this is a move that I'm not surprised by. Like we said, we talked about it because you want, you need more vet, you need a good mixture of veterans and rookies because on the outside there mm-hmm. are a lot of rookies. Yeah. Talk, when I'm talking about outside edge rushers, specifically, is when you're talking about D'Angelo Malone on Ebiketti. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you got Ogandeji who's out there. And then you got the vet, you got the one veteran, Lorenzo Carter. So right. you want you want to continue to bring guys in because you never know who's going to hit. You never, right. you have no clue. Now, Eddie Goldman has been in the league for seven years. Um, he set out the COVID year. Mm-hmm. He came back last year. He was, he was okay, you yeah. know, but he did, he was able, a guy who, He's been with one team for seven years. Mm-hmm. That means something. That has yeah. to account for something. So that means there's some some consistency there. Mm-hmm. And that's what you're all, all you're looking for when you're talking about the Atlanta Falcons, bro. Yeah, and to add to that, we saw, and my mind went to Marlon Davidson and Taquan Graham, but also my mind went to the secondary and how important the likes of bringing in, for example, and Eric Harris. Those, those veterans were critical, too, when – I mean, we, Isaiah Oliver was doing his thing for, as an example, went down and you needed those veterans to kind of come in. And then we saw uh, even across the O-line, 
that there were needs for veterans to at least, I'm going to say, pinch hit uh, right, for a you know, game here and a game there. So in addition, like you said, to shoring things up because you still have young talent back there, you also have to look at the fact that we have some off-injured talent that may yes. need a backup at some point throughout the season. Now, speaking of backups, there's a backup that we don't know which one is going to be the backup because now there is a backlog in Carolina. <laughs> but before we talk about that backlog, Jarvis is going to tell you about one of our great partners. Boom, shakalaka. I got some good news, some great news for y'all. NBA Jam is back, baby. The Leader in Home Retro Arcade Game is not only bringing the best game ever back, but they've made it bigger, even with a, wait for it, Shaq edition machine now if you don't for those who don't know Shaq was the guy that on the nba the original nba jam that people were always trying to figure out what's the code to get Shaq. how can i get Shaq? when can i get Shaq? how can i get Shaq? that right, was the right. dude that was just not achievable you couldn't right. you couldn't get him you couldn't figure out a way to get him so but rk one up has made it easy just for you so this is one of the first sports games ever to feature really digitized NBA licensed teams. And you can pre-order it now at arcade1up.com. That's arcade, the number one, up.com for an estimated early September ship date. That is right around the corner. You'll have it right as football season gets started. So yeah. tired of watching football? Go ahead and check, play that NBA Jam Shaq edition. And now... Check this out, though. Mm -hmm. They are giving away an NBA Jam Shack edition to a locked-on listener. You, yes. listener and viewer. You, you. They're going to give it to you. All you got to do is you go to the console for you. You can get this console for your man cave. Now go to mm -hmm. arcade1up.com slash locked on. Arcade1up.com slash locked on. You got until July the 8th. That's tomorrow. So go to arcade1up.com slash locked on. Don't miss out. Enter today. Who are you going to play with? Yeah, sounds good. Well, you know, my, my nephew, one of my nephews is a gamer. So this is right up his alley. Now, if you go and put that uh, right, website in. Yeah, that, <laughs> right, right. But speaking of going up, apparently something is going on up I-85 that yes. has made things, I'll say, a little interesting in the NFC South. So, of course, the Panthers gave Baker Mayfield a new zip code. So he will be mm. in the Carolinas. He is coming down south. They agreed to trade. The Browns did agree to trade him to the Panthers for a 2024 conditional pick on Wednesday. And mm -hmm. so he joins a Panthers team that already kind of has a lot of folks in the QB room, including Sam Darnold, as well as Matt Corral, who the Panthers selected in, in this year's draft in the third round, right? So you look at the Panthers and you think, ooh, the Panthers now have some depth there. Well, Jarvis, all depth isn't good depth. Because yes. two of those three flamethrowers are the also the two guys who had the most interceptions since 2018. So that's a little bit of a challenge where I ask you, mm, I'll use this term lightly, is Mayfield an upgrade or is this kind of a wash? Let's start there. Ooh, that's a very good question. And and I think that well, let me just start here before I yeah. get to the get answer that right. So let's just put this thing in perspective. Baker Mayfield was a guy who took the Cleveland Browns to the playoffs. Right. And that hadn't happened since 2002. Mm -hmm. And he actually won. 
You know, he got to win. And that haven't happened since 1994. So right. I think that his mm -hmm. ability is a little elevated. Yes. And I'm not saying he's a bum, but I'm saying that if surrounded with a lot of talent, and he was surrounded around a lot of talent mm -hmm. up in Cleveland. So, and and I think that the 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 reason whether or not he is a wash mm -hmm. depends solely on the injury status or the the health of Christian McCaffrey. That right. all that matters. Like it really doesn't matter who's back there uh, up under center. To be honest with you, when it yeah. comes to Carolina, because this offense is centered around Christian McCaffrey. If yeah. he's healthy, yeah, sure. Throw whoever, throw, throw whoever in there. You can, you know, it doesn't matter. Like if you if you are in a space where you're at quarterback at Carolina Panthers, all I care about is the health of Christian McCaffrey. They bought in some offensive linemen mm -hmm. to 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 um shore that thing up. They got Ikemikwanu, you know, in the first round this year and they signed a few um veteran offensive linemen to kind of so that thing off a little bit, you know they've had, they've struggled up front for quite some time. Right. So whoever they have at quarterback, it doesn't matter as long as Christian McCaffrey is healthy, they can be fine. They'll yeah. be fine. Yeah, it'll be an interesting. It's an interesting scenario and situation that they have up there where now you're dealing with a number one pick in Mayfield, a number three pick in Darnold, and two picks who literally one, like you said, had that flash, if you will. Yeah, just a little bit, and yeah. then it just kind of trailed off. And then the other who really, I don't know if he's had even enough success for you to even call it a flash in the league, but that's interesting to me as well, because so much attention has been paid to this battle for starting QB for the Falcons. And that's been the focal point this offseason, kind of training camp. What are we going to see there? What are we going to see in the preseason between Marcus Mariota and Desmond Ritter and how they measure up? But <laughs> After the Panthers moved to get Mayfield, I said, I don't know. I kind of like the position in the situation that the Falcons are in with their QB battle far more than what the Panthers are dealing with. And then something that you mentioned earlier, especially if they get the help that they need from Cordero Patterson, but also from a Tyler Algier or any one of those rookies that is in that running back room. Yeah, and that that's that's gonna be the success of that's gonna be that's gonna determine whether or not the the Falcons have our competitive team this year, whether yes. or not they're going to be able to run the football. Yeah. And because we all know Arthur Smith and what he wants to do mm -hmm. and what he's tried, no matter how much he doesn't want to admit that you can't do, you can't transfer things or transfer right. success <laughs> from team to team. I think that there's always a game plan though. There's always a foundation when you're talking about building a house. If you want to build a house, this, this red and black house down there at Mercedes-Benz, I know it's already – the structure is there, but when mm -hmm. you're trying to build a team that can yeah. perform on week in and week out or at, at 1 o'clock on Sundays, you have to be able to run the football. That's just the only way it's going to work, you know, given what Arthur Smith is trying to do. So, yes. yeah, if Tyler Edgier had mm -hmm. misses around and, and, and rushes for 800 yards and averaging mm -hmm. 4.5 or 4.7 yards a carry yeah. – Falcons going to be cooking with grease, that's for sure. Exactly. And, you know, you talk about performing, and there is a guy just up the road from us who really performs at a high level on the court, but it's what he does off the court that makes us just smile here at ATL Day 1. So we'll talk about it in For the Culture on the other side.
Final segment of ATL Day Ones with Jarvis and Tanitri. We want to thank you for rocking with us throughout the entire show. And we also want to just thank you, thank you, thank you for making your, us your first listen of the day. And always remember that we are free and available wherever you download your podcast. And wherever you download your podcast, make sure. Go ahead and give us a five-star review and let everybody know how great we are. Because that's just how we get down. We we just we just doing our doggone thing over at Locked On Sports Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Now, T, this is for the culture. It is the intersection between sports, entertainment, and the culture. Yes. And sometimes yes. wherever the heck we want to talk about. And, <laughs> and, and as I was kind of talking about for in our pre our pre-show meeting, like when I saw when I came across this video, it was mm-hmm. It's something that just, just made me smile. And I was like, yeah, we got to talk about this. And mm-hmm. the, the the thing about it is John Morant has making people smile all the time by watching him play basketball because he's so dynamic and so right. athletic and right. just is uh, just a walking highlight film. Almost <laughs> Vince Carter, like, yeah, I said it, whatever. Yeah, yeah like uh, he's a guy that he, you want to watch when he's mm-hmm. on the court. But I think this, this instance right here where he was just sitting down in the restaurant mm-hmm. – and kind of on the phone and everything and the waitress walked over and <laughs> it was so funny like she had no idea who he was and saw that on the receipt he had got a five she gave he gave her a 500 dollars tip for for her service and she was just trying to ask him some questions and it, it was kind of interesting because she was just like she genuinely did ha- had no clue who she was she's like you played basketball or football or something he's like yeah He's like, uh, oh yeah, the what what school, you know? Because she thought he was kind of like right. a, you know, kind of like a teenager or something. Maybe in high school, he was like, right. oh yeah, I play for for the Grizzlies. She was like, oh, are, are you Jerome? Uh, uh, you know, she was fumbling around with his name. I was like, he's like, I'm John Morant, and then she just took off running, just and left the right. receipt there. And I was like, you know, you left your tip back there, too, right. you know. So, but I think it was just a cool thing to see to be able to see a young brother like that you know yeah. just giving back you know and and, and, and pointing to folks you know financially you know because right. he can you know yeah. and, and and genuinely doing it and I, and I just I just love to see stuff like that when um on, on, online when when it happens oh yeah and I had something happen this past weekend and granted we were rushing trying to get to the airport because you never want to get to Hartsfield late right and so we were about five yeah exactly so we were about five maybe ten minutes off schedule and I was like well we better hurry up and stop at this Burger King so we stop at the Burger King on Candler I see Mm. the manager ask her you know can we go in she says yes and then they're like moving as slow as molasses she then tells me hey uh or I tell her hey um we're kind of like running behind can you help us here and she was like, ma'am, I heard you in the the, the parking lot. And I was like, oh, okay, I better pipe down. So right. <laughs> like, yeah, I was like, I better pipe down. And uh-huh. then the lady comes in. And when I tell you that she berated and read the frontline worker, like top to bottom, front to back over some lettuce, okay, over some wow. lettuce. And I said to myself, like, the lady's just doing her job. Like right. they asked you, what is it that you want us to do? Do you want us to give you another burger? I mean, what do you want? We, we can do that for you. But she just mm-hmm. continued to go in. And so I look at that situation and how patient that frontline worker was. And I just told her afterwards, I just, you know, gave her a little hug over the counter and said, hey, hang in there. You're doing great. Thank you so much for what you did for us to get us out of here quickly. Just, you know, be blessed and kind of like moved on. But I'm mm-hmm. like, man, that situation could have gotten gone, you know, 
You know how it could have gone. Especially how things huge. have been going these right. days. <laughs> right. Yes. So I juxtapose that situation where this lady literally is read up and down for maybe a piece of lettuce or some cheese that wasn't on a burger in this situation yeah. where this lady is just doing her job and she comes upon somebody who appreciates her. So right. we may not all have $500 tips to give to like John did, but I thank him for what he did for her. And just, we all need to just take a step back, Jarvis, and breathe these days and understand that everybody's under a lot of stress and pressure. And instead of you going in on somebody, maybe take a step back and show them a little love. And that might actually make your situation a little bit different. Just saying. No doubt about it. You want to make a little bit of difference in how you get up in the morning? T, tell them how they can get down with coffee. Hey, oh. Yeah, well, you know, I'm waiting with bated breath, and you know this is so serious because I absolutely love tea, but I'm going to tell you about a place that if you are driving in Atlanta traffic for your morning commute, which most of us do, mine is at the crack of dawn, so I don't see much traffic at 530, but I'm sure just an hour or two later, it gets to be crazy. That's why you need coffee a.m. It's Atlanta-based, and it's a small batch coffee roaster that you should definitely check out. Best small batch coffee roaster in the country. So literally, fresh coffee you can get because most of the coffees are actually roasted and shipped the same day or maybe close to it, and they only roast current crop, specialty-grade coffee. And like I said, they have a really large selection, organic, fair trade, direct trade, expertly crafted blends that they get from all over the world, and gourmet teas, and even gifts that you can give. So think about it. It's right in our backyard. So why not support a local business? Go to coffeeam.com backslash locked on today. Take a look at their full menu of coffees and yes, gourmet teas that I'm waiting to get a checkout and yes, gifts. That's, that's coffeeam.com backslash locked on and use that coupon code locked on so you can check out and get 15% off on your first order. Go ahead and use that code locked on. It's easy. Locked on Sports Atlanta, 15% off with Coffee AM. Just drop in locked on. We really yeah. appreciate it if you do that because it is some good stuff. I promise you, I've been on the last for the couple last few days. Whew. I'm 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 running through I'm running through the days like it ain't nothing, T. But before right. we get out of here though, T, we have to talk about Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. Just recently broke up with another girlfriend because, you know, that's just how he gets down. He, he, you know, he just can't figure it out for some odd reason. Um, I think. <laughs> but uh, I think in, uh, I guess, in celebration of the breakup, he went out and got a tattoo. Now, right. mind you, Aaron Rodgers is 38 years old and he just got his first tattoo. Let me ask you this, T. How old is to, how old is too old, to get your first tattoo? Because I just think thirty-eight might just be over the top a little bit. No, actually, I can remember years ago when I lived in Jersey, and we were having this conversation like at a cookout, and right, okay. one of the sorors was about to turn forty, and she was saying, and and so some of the others kind of chimed in that they were all getting. Am I allowed to say tramp stamp? I think I am because that's not. Yeah, like, of course. Yeah, tramp stamp is cool. Yeah. So yeah, they were yeah. talking about like. No, exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, that folks call a tramp stamp, and mm -hmm. they were thinking about getting that in celebration of their 40th. So I'm gonna say at a milestone birthday, maybe you do it, but just yeah. out of like nowhere because you had yet another breakup. I mean, you do this so often. I mean, how many tat? You gonna be tatted up? I mean, you gonna have sleeves 
by the time you're 40, because I mean, you, you seem to break up with a girl every time you look up and they, <laughs> yeah, just, yeah. I just oh, want right. him to understand that maybe there's a common denominator and maybe instead of going to get tatted up, maybe you should get therapied up. Kind of see what the common, who the common denominator is. Just yeah. saying. But I'm not going to talk about you too badly, Aaron Rodgers, because hey, I'm single too. So there's that. But in you, that conversation for another day. Exactly. We are not having that conversation today, but tomorrow we might have that conversation. And we are also hopefully going to talk about a brave sweep. Boy, oh boy, would that be great for them to end that series with the Cardinals. Maybe we'll bring you some Hawks news. We will see. We're watching it with bated breath as free agency has kind of quieted down. And we're going to talk a little bit about the dream too, what they are looking at in terms of the back half of their season and how great things are going for them as we move into this all-star weekend for the dream. So be safe out there, guys. It is still hot and we want you to come back tomorrow. So make sure you are safe in those ATL streets. See ya. Y'all come back now, you Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.